a listener production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One. Ahoy to me helmsman, Hamish. Keep it tight. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about the jib ropes there. Yeah, that's right. Ahoy, ahoy to me trimmer. Oh, Jack. I'm slacking her out, Jack. <laughs> slacking her out, mate. You are responsible for su- supervising the sales trim. Yes, I was sure. just about to do that. Just... <laughs> well, yes. slacking it out, mate, because we're about to tack. Yes, he <laughs> knows a lot of sailing terms. Uh, also, Ham, uh, ahoy to... Well, another Al- sailing term. Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> also, Ham, ahoy to Ellie. Ahoy, boys. I'm Ellie from Barcelona, and I have to say I used to be very much fast and loose, but uh, I have since converted to neat and practical. And really, once you try, you just can't come back. (laughs) Although I am not really at Andy's OCD level. Also regarding gusto, I assume it's the Spanish word for taste. (laughs) And in that case, it is definitely pronounced gusto. No. So no, no. Zoe's right, Hamish is wrong. Mm-mm-mm-mm. What a shocker. <laughs> I don't, I don't, even, don't even know yeah. where to begin. We are obviously not assessing each week our levels of Spanish taste. We're not doing a quick gusto check. How are you? Oh, I'm at chorizo. Really? I'm at full tapas. No, one, no one's doing Spanish taste tests. It's gusto. Gusto, the definition of being thrust. Or emotional oomph. I mean, I'm making that up, but you are welcome to use it, Webster's. What does Webster have gusto <laughs> as? And I distract the people while I... I certainly will. I want to thank that one coming in from Barcelona. Um, and we also... We, look, we've got a growing international yeah, audience here. Oh, we so do. Enough, here we go. Yep, thank you. Uh, gusto. Gusto. Brackets. Definitely gusto, not gusto. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, enjoyment and enthusiasm in doing something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, you know, inversely, mm. lack of. Yeah. And I think that's what we detect sometimes, Jack, with the, the lack of gusto. Well, don't just point at me. Anyone on the team could be lacking gusto that's true. from day to day. One, one does it more than others. The, anyway, let's move on because it's got a very, very important day today, Ham. I've handed Jack a very important piece of music that I think sums up the day. The fanfare of the common man. <laughs> yes. Because the song we look forward to playing live. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we sent many by boat. We sent one by plane. The Power Move book, Volume yeah. 2, has arrived. Look at her. Look at her. I, I have to put it down. It's that heavy. <laughs> yeah, careful, Ando. I just saw your, I saw one ah. of your um, forearm tendons snap. <laughs> <laughs> the quality of paper is incredible. Um, it's obviously got a spot UV uh, front. You'll see that glowing, Jacko. I can see the shimmer. Yeah, but a matte Jack's, finish. Jack, Jack, yeah, Jack is so confused right now because his brain is trying to process him. It's like the blue dress, gold dress yeah, exactly. scenario where Brack, Jack's brain's going, how can something be so matte yet also have a sheen? Yes. That's the spot UV yep. finish, Jacko. Yep. I took it out of its uh, purpose-built bespoke corrugate uh, cardboard. Oof. Uh, tube casing yep. that it comes in that you can keep and reuse. 
Mm-hmm. That's yours. That's part of the deal. That's yours to keep. Um, <laughs> it makes a great gift by itself. Perhaps you'd like to buy the Power Moves Volume 2 book for yourself for Christmas mm. and give the container to a close <laughs> relative if you've drawn them in Chris King Kringle and, and explain to them how good quality the container is, yeah. the, cor- the corrugate tube yeah. if you, container. If you, if you can't read... Still worth buying. You'll be able to now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Still worth buying. <laughs> Just didn't know how hard we were going to go. We were going on the exaggerations. Um, you can't read. Swear to God, pick this thing up. <laughs> Something happens to you, yeah. and you'll be able to read. I'm going to say. Still I'd worth- love to get. I'd love to get people emailing in testimonials of that they thought they couldn't read, and they picked the book up, and it helped That'd be them nice. read. That'd be good for some kind of advertising. Um, the other thing, Ham, is if you can't read, just for the touch. And feel of the paper alone. You would buy it as a tactile piece. <laughs> you would. Um, a lot of people are writing. For the, hap- for the haptic experience of holding something with that much heft. Um, a lot of people were writing in uh, on emails asking whether Jack will be signing any this time round. And, uh, well, the answer is no. Mm. Because, is um, it though? Well, it's not the big ask. Which, no, no, but I just I think I've got a big ask of Jack because international borders are reopening very soon or okay. have reopened. I didn't so. think you would forg- have forgotten about that, but I thought there was a 1% chance that you had, so no. I'm sad to hear you. Are you annoyed? Oh, Jack, all Andy talks about privately is the big ask. Is, is it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm going to use it wisely. But there will be a signature page, or there is a signature page in the book. There is. Uh, <laughs> So, and we encourage people to uh, collect all signatures. Um, yep. There's a space for Hamish, uh, for myself, for Jack, and we've left the space for Beyonce. Uh, it reads in the book that we'd encourage people to have their book on them at all times. Have it on you. Yeah. For example, if you see Beyonce in the cereal section at Woolworths and you don't have your book on you, you'd be You'll kicking feel like yourself a goose. because she won't, she won't be able to sign it. Um, collect all the signatures like Pokemon. Collect them all. Yep. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Mike has told me, uh, obviously, Beyonce is the rarer signature to collect. So in The, the po- most evolutions, I'd say, too, Jack. Yeah. So in Pokemon theme, she'd be Noibat, a flying uh, dragon type from Kalos. I'll have to take your word for it. I only know the original 150. OG. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> um, People can go to hamishoney.com to get the pre-order now. They'll be out. Jack. They'll be in, on Australian saw, uh, uh, shores in about three weeks' time. Just looking at Boat Tracker very soon. <laughs> um, hey. um, uh, Jack, I've got a quick question for you. You yeah. famously attempted to sign a 1,000 books, probably got close to 700. I did a few, yeah. Did amazing. <laughs> did an amazing effort. Because it, um, it takes longer than you thought. When yep, you committed to 1,000, yeah. It takes a long yep. time. Yeah. Here's my question for you. I just think it would be a nice gesture for the people that uh, hope that didn't get one first time around, because I know so many people wanted a Jack Post signed book. Mm. Yep. Um, and you've got to remember when Jack signed it, that's also personally signed off on by me and Andy. Yes. So we've all been involved in the process there. Yeah. Jack's doing the signing. We're doing the signing off on that. Yep. And I just think it would be a lovely gesture for you to give another 1,000 people a shot. I think getting a Jack Post. I think it's time for, to share it around. I'd hate to hog all the signing glory. No, yeah, you, so you, you think Beyonce should do? I think you guys should. Oh, sign. sorry. <laughs> we're already we're signing off we're on signing it. off on it. Yeah, but you can actually sign some. <laughs> no, we've signed off on it. That there'll be too much for us to do otherwise. <laughs> yeah. If we're signing it, as I'll well. I'll sign off on you guys signing them. <laughs> 
We've already signed off on you. <laughs> Too many signatures flying around right, here. Snake's, snake's eating its own tail here. We just need to yeah, bring it back. We should point out, though, uh, this was signed off on by Hamish and I. The first person to collect signatures from Hamish, Andy, Jack, and Beyonce, and as hard proof that they are real signatures, you got yourself an eight-coin coin. Well yep. done. <laughs> to that person. <laughs> well, <laughs> Absolutely. So, all right. I think I think some should be signed. I think it would be yep. a nice gesture to do some signings. So do I. <laughs> <laughs> I am happy to sign a few because I have to go out to the warehouse. I said I'd help hogs. I'm more than happy to personally sign off on Jack doing some as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about signing some stickers, Jack, and we can just stick them in? I can, yeah, 500. I, I don't want to. I don't, I don't <laughs> want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to. That's fair. That's fair. I can't fight the honesty. Okay, so uh, obviously, yeah, hamishandy.com, buy the book, uh, Paramount's book, you can absolutely get it. Yeah. They will not be signed by Jack because he has a very good reason. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to this time. <laughs> He Maybe want next to. year. Maybe now. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. want to. Um, he chooses not to. Hey, one of the things that we ha- uh, feel bad about that we really have to tackle is we've bought out um, a hefty book. It's so heavy. Without consulting furniture makers across the country yeah, and the true. world as to whether their coffee tables are strong enough to with, uh, withhold it. Do you know what um, we should do? Mm-hmm. Fine. Let's call a – I reckon we pick a – just at any furniture store around here. Yeah? <laughs> Jack, have Call you got them. one? Got one in I'll the mix? One, yeah. yeah. Because I reckon what we want to sort of say to people is, A, uh, you know, we've got this on the way. Mm-hmm. This thing's coming. Re- so, reinforce and, and, your tables. Yeah, and just, B, do you have the table that can handle it? Yep. Coffee table. Do you have a coffee table that can handle it? And we'd encourage them to put a sticker on coffee tables <laughs> that they think can handle it. Yeah. Power moves ready. Yeah, yeah. Can handle Yeah, great. Okay, Jacko. Here we go. Who, who are we calling? This is Early Settler Ballarat. Welcome to Early Settler, helping to make your house a home. Mm. Please select from one of our following menu options. Coffee tables. <laughs> to hear our trading hours, press 1. No. For our store right. location, press 2. No. To speak to one of our team members, oh. press 3. 3, Jack. Us, Jack oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. I'll speak to the guy that was playing that. <laughs> Early Settler Ballarat, this is Lisa. Lisa. Lisa, how are you going? Um, my name's Hamish. Um, just got a quick question about coffee tables. Sure. Do you guys sell coffee tables? We certainly do. Okay. I am expecting a coffee table book soon mm. um, that's very heavy. Do you okay. have a particular model of coffee table you'd say is the best for weight bearing? Look, all of our coffee tables are fantastic. Yep. Is there a certain size you're after, a certain style? It's more about knowing that it can handle the book. Uh, I think so. Okay. So it's Andy here as well. Um, I expect inquiry. Yeah, that's really what, this is more of a courtesy call, isn't it, really? <laughs> isn't it? We're trying to be courteous, yeah. and we're also letting you know that you're going to get a lot of customers coming in that have, A, broken their old table, yes. and, B, want the strongest on the market mm. for the new table. Continue breaking coffee tables. That's what I say. i got a quick question for you, Lisa. Are a lot of your coffee tables the standard four-leg setup, one leg in each corner? 
Yeah, they are. Yeah. Do you sell a fifth leg you can insert <laughs> into the middle a screw to support? Yeah, to yeah. or even just a, a sort of a telescopic brace <laughs> that you'll put in the middle of the coffee table to support the weak spot in the middle of the coffee table. I could probably damage a coffee table and take the leg off it, and then we could use that as a support. I'm just saying, yeah, that's not a bad idea. If you have spare legs, I reckon a good front window display. I could have a stack of spare legs out the back. This is what I reckon we do. Let's go. I reckon a good front window display would be you buy a few copies of the book, which is Power Moves Volume 2, put them in the front window so people go, oh, that's the book I've got that keeps crushing the table. Yeah. Then you have a bunch of spare legs in the window and you go, yes, we sell fifth legs for coffee tables <laughs> to reinforce the weak spot on your coffee table and you will sell extra legs. That's uh, that's a brilliant idea. Will you will you do that? Will you- <laughs> <laughs> this is a courtesy call, but we don't want to have to follow we don't have to follow it up with a verbal warning if we find out you haven't done oh, that, it. That's it. I don't want to get fired. <laughs> and I don't want to fire you. No. <laughs> Thank you for chatting to us, Lisa. We're going to check problem. back in. Yeah, we'll check back in sort of closer to Christmas to see if you've done the window display. Beautiful. I'll send your photo. Thank, Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Five. Five legs. Hey, Are you guys selling the fifth legs? For yeah, the, yeah, I've just got the book. I've got it on the floor at the moment. I daren't, <laughs> I daren't put it on the table till I get my fifth leg installed. And we've missed this opportunity, but next time, if we do another one, we're selling it with the legs. We're selling it with the <laughs> we know we know the free gift with purchase we're doing for volume three, don't we? <laughs> Maybe then you'll sign one, Jack. Hey, people can go to hamishnerdy.com uh, and fill out the valued and important podcast a form. Yep. Uh, tell us a bit more about themselves to be more part of the show. Special skills is one that we hone in on. If you think you've got a skill that is not properly recognized by the wider community. We recognize it here and give you a chance to win a coin. Lachlan has done exactly that. He writes, can tell you the exact location of the barcode from any product at the supermarket. Coles is preferred. Okay, great. So he is obviously, he scans a lot. He He must be a scanner. We'll find out. He joins us now. Lachlan, ahoy to you. Ahoy, Hamish, Jack, and of course the birthday boy, Andy. How no, are we? No need. <laughs> Very nice, Lucky Chops. Um, <laughs> Lucky, you obviously you scan a lot. Yeah, I uh, do click and collect at Coles. Right. At what stage, because, you know, for, for people, you know, like ourselves, we do scanning, but obviously self-checkout or, Jack, you make the noise with your mouth and flip a barocco in your pocket. When he says he doesn't do that, he doesn't make the noise with his mouth. He doesn't make the noise with his mouth. He's an idiot. He's quietly, he hides the barocca behind the Helgas. <laughs> <laughs> and then puts them both in the container at once yeah. and then pretends it's malfunctioning when it detects a higher weight. <laughs> so we know Jake's tricks, but mm. for most of us when we're scanning, mm. you do, you know, you obviously are searching around a lot for which side the barcode's on. There would have been a point in your career lock where you went, hang on a sec, my hands seem to just instinctively know where the barcode is now. How many months into your career did that happen? Oh, well, I've only been working there for less than six months, but I guess it's just a one in six chance most of the time, isn't it? Well, I suppose if most things have a roughly cubic shape. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm hoping that you can tell us specifics here because you say you know the exact location. What we've got set up for you today, Lachlan, is Mm. we've got 
five items. You need to get four out of five and tell us exactly where it is. So it might be, say, the back, bottom right, or whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I want to hear from you. Barocca, yeah. um, under the ingredients <laughs> kind of thing. Um, are you ready to go, Lachlan? Yeah, but just before we start, uh, I just needed to ask you something, Andy. When you went and bought items for this segment, you didn't sneak in your weekly shopping and get any ciggies, did you? <laughs> Lachlan? Um, Fair question. Very... Where, were the barcode, where were the barcode on a pack of Peter Jackson brown 100s be? Um, I mean, Andy can tell you that one. Lachlan, <laughs> Winnie Red, 40s. Uh, Lachlan, nice jibe. But uh, as if I went to the supermarket. <laughs> and he uh, buys his... Uh, lost uh, got your butler to do it for you, didn't you? Uh, we got Mike, we got Mike to do it here, and I suspect he's bought items that he needs for his home. I, I would like, Ando, let's pretend to take these ourselves and see the slight tensing of Mike <laughs> as he goes, do you definitely need all those items? Um, Lachlan, are you ready? Yeah, ready to go. Let's jump into it. If Lachlan can locate the bar Code It means he's gonna be a star Code, sorry If Lachlan can locate the bar Code We're gonna coin you Yeah! Really good That wasn't Jack, was it? I play no, guitar no. Or no, I'm making the beeping noise beeping. now <laughs> no, Let's check his pockets Oh, yes an, 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 <laughs> Ten Energizer double A's It was Jack <laughs> Starting with a softball here, buddy It is a value pack of wheat bix Value pack of wheat bix Alright um, Okay, now this one's interesting Visualise it, Visualize it. Yes, uh, because I don't actually know where this one is Ooh. That is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to say it's on the bottom, mm. on the right-hand side. <gasps> He's got it. Amazing. <laughs> that, what an instinct. What an instinct. Is that where it is for a lot of cereal? Oh, actually, there's two of them. No? It's the What's bottom on the left-hand side. I was holding it the wrong way. Well, it just depends on which way you look at it, doesn't it? It does depend on which way you look at it, but I'm going to go with it's barcode be numbers up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's that's true. It. And it is, it is aligned with the print of the wheat bix on the, on the front, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. that's the left-hand side. Yeah. Of the Sorry for giving you the false uh, wind. Ah, you wouldn't even, you wouldn't personally care about barcode numbers being up or down, would you, Lucky? Uh, because you don't when you're scanning. No, nah, it all works the same. Lachlan, it's do or die for you now. Yeah. Glad wrap. 60 metres of it. 60 metres. All right, so this one's on the back. Mm-hmm. On the right-hand side. It's on the left, isn't it, Sam? Left. Oh, but are the numbers upside down now? They are, they. Going, oh, it's on the right. <laughs> he's got it. Yeah, he's got it. <laughs> it's, it's interesting, though. Because yeah, it eventually has to flip because it right becomes left the more you spin it around. So yeah, but it, ha- it hasn't followed the same rules as Wheatbix. didn't follow the same rules as Wheatbix. So and you, they don't have to. They're different companies. <laughs> so, yeah, Ham, if I was just to rotate mm. the box to see the back, suddenly the numbers around upside down. Yeah, that's right. At some point, you do have to flip. Interesting. Can't be, can't be the right way. They expect you, just for people at home, they expect you they to... Walk like like you're swiveling a rolling pin 
walk yep. the uh, glad wrap back because then suddenly you see it upright. They would have discussed that as to what side they go. Oh, mate, have you, you've been in offices. Mm. The things that get discussed, <laughs> the day, the, the days that you lose of your life just discussing things in offices, <laughs> that would have been discussed. Um, Lachlan, one from two. Yes. Good luck with this next one. It looks like Mike, right. Mike might be cooking some bolognese or something. <laughs> <laughs> he bought the biggest olive oil he can get. Yeah, looks like Mike's cooking. Obviously, you're going to have wheat picks for breakfast and make a big salad and glad wrap it for lunch with a lot of olive oil. Uh, Morrow traditional olive oil for everyday cooking. It's the one litre. Okay, so I can picture this one in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, Visualising, so it's on the back of the uh, left-hand side. It's not on the back, my friend. No. It's on the not in the sun's on the side. On the side. They've gone for a three-side label. Mm. Interesting. So it seems like the only winner today <laughs> is Mike. <laughs> He's won himself the cloud wrap, the wheat, the wheat bix, uh, the olive oil and, and the I... Ferrero Rochers. <laughs> Mike's got a date. He's got a date. He's got a Mike, pop in here quickly. Who are you going to eat the Ferrero Rochers with, do you think? Will you be sharing those Ferrero Rochers? Is there a girl in mind that you think you might bring out the Ferrero Rochers, Mike? Uh, I actually thought we could, after this, we could have them as a team outside. I thought it was like a team building thing. That's nice. nice. And a shot of olive oil. (laughs) And then we all wrap ourselves in glad wrap. Uh, Lachlan, bad luck. Never tell anyone that you can do that again. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, I think it actually might be a bit of a supply chain issue. Uh, Different shops, maybe. No, no, all from Coles. I I think he's right. I think it's a supply chain. Maybe even a bit like the Sultana brand debacle of a few... Uh, episodes ago. That's true. Health star oh. changes. I think they're pretty They're pretty stagnant, though, with where they put their barcodes, I'm afraid. Uh, mm. Big loss for you. Uh, yeah. A big win for Mike. Uh, thanks very much for joining us, buddy. No worries. Have a good one, guys. <laughs> good on your luck. I like that he came prepared, A, with to burn you, yeah. and B, with some excuses at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm approaching a magical time in a young man's life. Not that young. Um, well, still in my 30s. Mate. Yeah, barely. Well, 39. Hanging on. Sort of my late mid 30s. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. but you're right, Ando. I'm about to bust out of my chrysalis. I went in a caterpillar, fat caterpillar in his 30s. <laughs> I'm about to emerge a young, young butterfly in his 40s. Mm. About to. Cross that threshold. Yeah, you've crossed. You've crossed it. Loved it. Yeah. Um, Jack, you're you are moments no, away. No idea how old Jack is. Still don't. I still no think you no, like it. Like a Tumnus. Like Mr. Tumnus, the centaur. Um, <laughs> the how old is Mr. Tumnus in Narnia? Seven hundred years old. Fifteen years old. We don't know. I keep thinking. I always look at you, Jack, as, as like late twenties. Like that's yeah. yeah. So how old? Because that's, that's how the t-shirts I feel. You wear. That is the t-shirts you wear. <laughs> I'm 33. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're about to have a kid, so you're about to look like you're 50. So <laughs> yeah, that's coming. Already the grey hair is sneaking in. Yep. And this is, I'll give you a little, give you a little heads up, I wonder whether we should have guessed. Would that have been your guess? I knew he was in his 30s. <laughs> um, but here's the thing. I you're, mean, you've worked you know, with us for nearly 15 years, so he has to be older than 15. <laughs> yeah. So it was 12. We, we basically... 
would have classified a terrible timing, unlucky timing for you, Jacko, because I always look back and go, we became friends with you about one month after you invited us to your 21st. Mm. Because it was, because remember he invited yeah. us to his 21st and we we're like, oh, probably not, mate. Well, you, well this is a funny point. Sore we were point 28, for me. Ando. Yes. We would have been 28. But you told me to my face, you didn't say, no, probably not. You said, yes, I'll be there. So then I told all my friends, hey, Hamish and Andy, come on my 21st. And then you both had individual excuses as to why you couldn't Can come you that weekend. Yeah, Andy's was, you were <laughs> going away. better than mine. You, were, you went for, it was a Friday night, you went for, oh, I thought it was Saturday. Me, um, my oh, friends and I bad. are going away for this bad weekend <laughs> and we leave on Saturday morning. Oh, no, we leave, we leave on Friday night. So I couldn't have gone either way. <laughs> it sounded like it. Yeah, you yeah. had a double excuse. I, 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 actually, I actually would have thought you'd do better than that. I know I now think I'm in with a chance to have had a better Can you remember no, no, was Ames, Ames was definitely yours. Andy's, then looking back on it, was rehearsed and he thought, I, I better come up with a good excuse here. <laughs> Ames, I can tell you thought of yours in the moment because yours was more like, oh, yes, um, my, my mum and my girlfriend are coming over for dinner. And they I haven't seen that. each other. It was something <laughs> really flimsy like that. I remember that night, actually. It was a pretty special dinner. It wasn't even Zoe. It was the girlfriend <laughs> before Zoe. Yeah, no. Well, at the time, I didn't know that. I, didn't, I wasn't going to text you and go, now my mum and my girlfriend are coming out for dinner. Don't worry. Brackets. Don't worry. I won't marry this one. <laughs> No, I do remember. Jack, that. No, back. Jack you better marry this one. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. Give me that guarantee, that. and you can get out of my twenty-first birthday. All right, I promise. Now I'm going away with Andy. No, but I always remember that, Jacko, because I remember at the time inviting us to twenty-first, and I was like, "Oh, mate, as a twenty-eight-year-old, you don't go to a lot of twenty-first No, I can see that now. Um, but then about a month later, you know, we got to know you better, and I remember thinking, "Oh, I would actually go to his twenty-first. Yeah, now. that would have been a lot of fun." So you sort of just missed it by a matter of weeks. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then we we're laughing, laughing, and Andy's like, I'm actually scared of travel. And I was like, I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> <You know, laughs> yeah. Revealed they were big lies. But anyway, Jacko, so you are a bit younger than us. But I'm, what I was going to say was when you have your baby, you'll, you know, you get all those beautiful photos in the first sort of few days, they're tiny, shirts off. Mm-hmm. You'll look back on them now, then like seven years later, and you'll always think as the dad, God, thick, colorful hair. <laughs> Look at that thick, colourful hair. Before it all hit, before those little, those gorgeous little hands reached up and just wrung the thickness and colour out of your head. So enjoy whatever you have. What you've got now is just as luscious and as thick and colourful as she'll ever be. Well, for and the next five months, maybe I won't go a haircut and just get it as big and, and luscious should, yeah, as I possibly should. can. Get the, mullet, get the biggest mullet back yep. for the baby. <laughs> and make sure, Jacko, that while you're holding this beautiful baby, encourage the photographer just to go up a little bit and capture the thick, luscious hair. Get yes. the angle of the hair. And, yeah, if you're on an iPhone or something, just you turn up the saturation or something so it's, like, quite a lot darker. But, yeah, you should actually get a ferocious mullet mm-hmm. and then when then the baby gets older, be like, that was actually very normal at the time for, for people to have haircuts like that. <laughs> anyway. Uh, sorry, hey, we so agree. Coming to my 40s, Anna, you know that this is a – that I've about to cross this threshold and I've long promised something. Yeah. Jack, do you know that he's promised me something when he hits the 40? No. What kind of thing? Ask? A present? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It is a bit of a gift to me. It is a bit of a gift. It's a bit of a gift to me and to Ando yeah. and to I would a bunch love of him. people I know. I would love him to do this. How how long has it been in the making? When did you promise it? 
uh, 40 years. Oh, right. Um, uh, I would say probably just under two years ago, you said it? Maybe. I began to really start looking at, you think about your own mortality, how am I going to spend the rest of my life? And it's part of that, it was part of that question. Um, I've always said at 40, I'll take up golf. That's the time. Oh, wow. That's the time. <laughs> After so many years of poo-pooing it. Yeah. Oh, like, no. Where does that leave me? If you guys actually start enjoying conversation it, about golf. It, leave, it, leave, it leaves you. I'm not where, there yet. Where, Careful. Where, not there yet. It leaves you where it left me when you guys started talking about Pokemon. <laughs> That's true. We can all pursue diverse interests here, Jack, and you're more than welcome to run a one-man teasing campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't or be the first time you, it's happened on the show. If you need to bring in backup, you know, you, you know how to control the buttons. <laughs> yeah, bring, bring Mike in. I'm sure he doesn't like golf. <laughs> anyway, I'm not there yet. I've just no. been earmarked as someone that can be radicalised and can get into the game. Um, but there's a bit of a groundswell, Jack, because often when I play golf mm-hmm. with, a, with a, anyone, you know, my mates know now and my, a lot of my, my, my schoolmates with close mates at home, but they'll go, oh, does Hayden play golf? It's that one thing that always gets asked. And I always go, oh. bonds, it bonds a lot of people. He goes, uh, he's taking it up when he hits 40. Oh, when's he 40? Actually, later this year. So there is Coming. this. The chrysalis is cracking. <laughs> and you're going to play properly, Haim, not like that funny golf we made up when we all played together where you hit it and you can catch it with your hand and piff it down the course. <laughs> yes, in your lens. One day on a day off shooting yeah. um, gap here. Uh, yes, no, we're not going to play funny golf. I'm going to do real golf. I'll take the box when I go to play a round. Just when, one round of real golf, please. When, when Hamish, you know, hopefully at some point has to play with the captain. Mm. Uh, yeah. Okay, now on that, Jack, this is where I'm not on the golf team yet. Mm. So I thought it would be a nice surprise mm. for me to come on the show today when we were going to talk about this. And a couple of days ago, I went, wouldn't it be amazing if I could turn up to the podcast and go, Andy, I'm not just getting into golf. Mm. I've got a, I've become a member. And I looked, so I started looking at memberships. Yeah. And there's a thing called a five-day membership and a seven-day membership, Correct. which confused me at first because I was like, I thought people played all the time. Yeah. I thought this was like at the gym, like a three-day pass at the gym no. or something. I thought it meant you could play five times a year or seven <laughs> times a year. Like that was the max. But Andy will tell you it's a Monday to Friday membership. It's off-peak. Oh, okay. Yeah. You can't go yeah. weekends. And you can't go Saturdays and Sunday, which are obviously heavy golf days. Mm. So I got my head around that. And then I saw the joining fee. <laughs> Mamma mia. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Lee. Yeah. What is going on with... They hit you. They hit you with the old <laughs> the money vacuum. Yeah. That. I can't, it's so much money, I can't even say it. Can't no, even you have say to it. say it. No. Jack, you have a guess? Okay, well, tell me how premium you no, got. No, just have a guess. So for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, okay. it will be higher. So it's, a joining fee is one off or a yearly? No, you got to. That's a, a yearly, I mean, the yearly. You got a yearly the yearly's sub. Yearly's a lot. Okay, the yearly's but the, a lot. The yearly sub probably ranges between two and a half to five and a half. Okay, <laughs> thousand. We're talking. Yeah. <laughs> so right? the joining fee is obviously more than that because you're shocked. So like fifty thousand? No, no. But, but it, you're not far off for really? some of these courses. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's. I started cruising around. It's in the tens of thousands. Yeah, okay. I overguessed, yeah, which wrecked a bit, but sorry about that. No, no, no. no, no but no. it's like, it, it, it's, a, it's a brand new car. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's in most courses in Victoria. It's a little different in New South Wales because, you know. Oh, it's already luck, starting. Luck, it's already luck starting. listings, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> but 
the it'd be about between eight and twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, oh. it's suits. It's, so. I'm not coming to the show um, a proud new member. I mean, my <laughs> hat flew off. <laughs> I was like, have, and this is the bit, it's like suddenly, Andy, have you been, you been paying this all along? I mean. Well, just the one-off joining fee. Yeah. I mean, I didn't yeah, know but about But are you a multiple member of I different clubs? I, I do enjoy, enjoy a couple of different clubs. But <laughs> I did. It also comes down to the popularity of said course. And when. Sure. Is there one out in the. Well, when I joined Mind Club, it was three and a half thousand dollar joining fee, right? And now it's fourteen and a half. So I feel like I'm ahead of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It's like going to a school and then suddenly it turns private. I know this is boring golf chat, but the Americans laugh at us because their joining fees are always fifty thousand dollars plus. In, if you're in, in just, LA, for instance, it's $150,000 plus. Oh, man. How can you be sure that, okay, you want to join the club mm. and how can you be sure that you're going to keep going with that hobby? Because you, you've started heaps I mean, of things, Hamish. Yeah, I know. This is where I started getting, this is where I went, whoa, okay, hands off the keyboard. Uh, <laughs> Which never there's, not a, there's not a buy now. There's not a buy now button. But, but just in case I accidentally touched it. <laughs> So that's when I backed off and I went, okay, mm. let's give this a year. Great. Okay, I'll start playing golf, but mm. there's no need. I do like to come in at the very top of a sport. Mm. Um, totally fine to come in and buy the absolute best equipment available. Not coming in as a member for at least a year. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, gee whiz, I better love the hell out of this game <laughs> because that's, yeah. that's you know, I, I could even imagine getting excited about a membership yet. Maybe because I'm not into it. And you can't. Like, normally, oh. normally the thing that trips you up before you're like, you're like, okay, I've never run more than a kilometer in my life, but now you've seen these sneakers that are like $300 and you get so excited about the mm. running because you want to buy these shoes. I didn't even get that buzz looking at those membership. I just kind of felt a bit sick looking at that price. I, I think but I guess right, I'll though. get into it. I guess I'll get into it. Here's... Well, it so took me. I think I've got to be more excited about this before gear. I decided to join a membership because I didn't get yeah. to a club. So and what I, do you get? Think, but you just get to play all the time. Yeah. So you don't pay to play. I mean, there might be a hat. <laughs> there might be a hat involved. You sense there's a key ring or something. But how often but yeah. do you have to p- p- play to actually make money? 50,000 times a year. <laughs> <laughs> for it like, to be a better deal in the end. Yeah, I don't no, think, no, that's not for I don't, that. It's not for I don't that. think it's for that. No, you're not, you're not, no Jack, this, yeah. isn't like, this isn't like getting a coffee card or something just to go, the more I come, the more I save. Yeah, like becoming a member at the movies when I worked there, if you went to four movies a year, you already made That's, your money back. It's, yeah. you've, you've, yeah. it's not like that. No, no, no. no. It's, no. Not, it's not a value. There's no value proposition to this. No. You know when you drive past golf and you go, gee, it looks like a lot of rich old people. I wonder if that's a coincidence. Not a coincidence. (laughs) (laughs) Not a coincidence at all. So here's where I think I can get more excited. Okay. The gear side of things. Yes. Now, um, I know we've made uh, on this show, we've sort of suspected Ando from time to time that uh, you mentioned a brand name. Mm. Taylor Um, Made. Made. You mentioned Taylor Made a fair bit. We suspect that there's some sort of deal (laughs) flowing between you and Taylor Made. I deplore that. Mm. Um, I think to just get the gear and then retrospectively say "Taylor Made, Taylor Made, Taylor Made" <laughs> yeah. is a is a deceive, d- deceitful act. Yep. And I thought I'd make up my own mind mm-hmm. on which brands I would like to pursue mm-hmm. um, in the golfing world mm-hmm. um, without having to, you know, serve a, an overlord that I've already done some sort of deal with. 
There's no deal. As, as it turns out, mm. I've independently decided Taylor made this. <laughs> 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 Oh, come on, mate. We've given enough airtime to your peanut butters. <laughs> so I've independently decided that Taylor made looks good. Looks the best, in fact. I think it's the best, yeah. <laughs> I think they look wonderful. I don't own any. Poor old me. I wouldn't know because I don't own any of them. Oh, really? You don't? Not a single stick. Oh. Wow. Well, but I wonder if you have the number of someone I could talk to. I'd be interested in purchasing or whatever deal they could offer. <laughs> I mean, I'm very happy to pay, but, but yep. perhaps I could talk to the guy you know at TaylorMade. Yep. Um, what position does he hold? Uh, for people who uh, can't see me, I'm winking. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm just very excited. <laughs> I'm... Um, I'm uh, hey, see, I'll look, I can introduce you to a fellow that I know that uh, works at TaylorMade. Right. What, mm. How high up is he? He's pretty high. Wow. Well, that sounds great. <laughs> I certainly don't want to put anyone out, but gee, I'd love to experience the quality and performance of TaylorMade as you've discussed it. I've decided of my own volition I would like to experience that for the weekend, if possible. <laughs> hey, not often we're embroiled in a scandal and it's me that's brought this scandal to the show. I'll defend um, you to the day I die. What's you may, happened? You may have seen it on, um, oh, it's not worth defending. I, I'd tell you as a friend. Oh, I'd, I'm I'd, off. <laughs> I'm out. I'd tell you as a friend. Save ourselves, Jack. Yep. Come with me to these escape pods. <laughs> <laughs> I would say. Beard boys forever. <laughs> flee, flee. Um, you would have seen it come in on um, your side of the fence for the emails. Uh, there were mm. so many of them. Uh, a lot of direct messages to me after my song sleuth where we discussed the rogue traders doing a trade with Olivia Rodriguez for mm. uh, a hook. Um, Trading this, in a rogue fashion. Tra- yes. Uh, this was the rogue traders song. We know it. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, then I played Olivia's song, which was this. Yeah. And we're like, okay, we got to, we pinned them yeah. down. We had a laugh. Yeah. From, what, from my memory, mostly we were laughing about wondering what the traders tra- traded. Yeah, in traded. Such a rogue fashion. <laughs> yes. But if we brought to my attention that both of them were sampling another song. Oh, sometimes that happens, doesn't the it? First time I've had a misstep like this. It can. I mean, you, sometimes you hear a song and you realize that. You know, mm. the sample you traces it all the way back to, you know, Adam and Eve sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. sometimes well, this, it's a song that Adam played. This one goes back to Elvis Costello, and here's a song called Pump It Up. That's it. That's it. So it's a shameful day. I've done the wrong thing. I've tried to pin it on Olivia Rodriguez, um, and I wanted to use this opportunity for an apology. Of course, the thing, both they, I guess they both were trading roguely. Yes, yeah. Or um, they might were probably trading. They could have been trading the official channels. You know, did they pay Elvis? Do we know? Uh, well, it wasn't listed where I looked, but anyway, yeah, we it, don't know. Look, I just want to move on from the whole thing. Um, I'd written an apology to read for you guys, but it feels like someone has stolen my apology. Mm. Uh, I'm not sure if you remember there was a dill of a liberal politician in uh, Victoria 
who tried to drive home three times the legal limit just recently and mm-hmm. drove his five-day-old Jaguar through uh, the fence and into a house of a lovely family. I did read about that. Yep. Uh, made national news. Very big, though, in Victoria. I was shocked the other day when he got up to apologise. It was exactly what I was going to say. Apology sleuth. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it was exactly what I was going to say. So rather than me just read out what he said, I've got it for you here. But just imagine if you could, my yep. response to mucking up the song sleuth. These are the but, words but, I'm going to say. In, but in the voice and words of another man. Well, here, he's doing it. He stole it. He <laughs> preemptively stole he's, it. He's stolen it. And well, preemptively, uh, I mean, he hadn't heard you do it yet. No, but um, I don't know whether he hacked my computer or whatever it might have been. Certainly worth um, wondering about. I've had to just ad- adapt, I think, two two little bits, but the rest sits, wow. sits nicely. But, yeah, um, imagine this is me because you know, there's no point doing it again. Because it might, might as well have been, yep. I just wanted to begin by expressing my enormous humiliation yeah, and that's you. That's you. deepest apologies to... Uh, my family, um, to all those who I've let down, I sincerely, Man. sincerely regret my actions. I undertake that I'll never, ever do it again. Are you going to resign as a song sleuth? Uh, I won't be resigning from song sleuthing, and I'll be <laughs> yeah. spending the um, next couple of weeks reflecting on um, my career and my life. This is uh, the worst thing that has ever happened in my life, it's the most stupid decision I've ever made. Mm-hmm. If I could go back and change it all, I absolutely would, and you can't do that, obviously. But, yeah. again, I just apologise profusely to my family and to everyone who I've let down through what is um, the worst decision of my life and the worst thing that's ever happened. And, uh, yeah. Bit annoyed that you didn't specifically apologise to me and Jay. <laughs> your family. For dragging us into it. I mean, you apologise to your family yeah. first, yeah. but then you didn't. You're my family, guys. Thanks, man. Yeah, but yeah. don't you reckon Jacob would have been nice to go, you know, obviously Jack and Haim, they're, they're innocent bystanders oh. when I'm spraying around this machine gun <laughs> of accusations. <laughs> That's true. And, and, you know, to the outside yeah. world, it looks like we're all in the foxhole together. <laughs> but it was Andy manning the machine gun of accusations <laughs> as he was spraying it liberally around. Yeah, no, that's true. I'm, I'll, I'll add that now. Um, mm. what, 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 was there a chant going on back in the background? Was there a chant going on in the background? Yeah, I don't think they were saying Elvis Costello or whatever is in the background. <laughs> hey, but. Elvis Costello, he wrote the hook. <laughs> he wrote the, I think that's what it was. <laughs> I think it was he wrote the hook. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.